Welcome to Everything Scary. My name is Lynn, and I'm here with my co-host, local celebrity. <clears throat> sorry, sorry, international celebrity. Thank you. Matt McLean. Hello, hello. <laughs> Every Tuesday, we release a new episode, mostly true crime, but we've also been known to cover a pandemic, a haunting, a super mad, super strong chimpanzee. We'll cover anything and everything scary. Please rate us five stars and join us on Instagram at Everything Scary Pod. Here we go. And we're back. Hello. Hi. Last time on Everything Scary. <laughs> this is a brand new episode. <laughs> that is correct. Okay. So, how are things with you? Lovely, yeah. except for I almost died on the way here. Oh, this is your house. Uh, yes, <laughs> Let's make that right. perfectly clear. <laughs> you had to go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no, on the drive home, um, there was a car that was going the wrong way. And I was in a two-lane road going north. Yeah. Guy going south. Uh, sp- was, split us. Was he, did he drift into your lane because of the snow? It looked or? like he was pretty comfortable. Oh. <laughs> like he spun Maybe out he and then British. he was gunning it. Oh he was yeah, on the wrong side. You he thought you were on the wrong side. Am I doing it wrong? Oh, <laughs> like, listen here, you redhead. You hate attention. <laughs> I thought it was Harry. In my mind, it was Harry. So um, today we're going to be covering a story that was suggested by uh, you. Oh yes, a tragic tale. What made you want to hear? this story I, did you watch the netflix documentary no i can't remember what drew me to it you know i have been going through like old howard stern episodes on youtube oh, a piece of with just courage <laughs> you know he's actually the worst howard stern in this story <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah no shit eh so th- so the just i guess spoiler alert yes right we're doing in nicole smith and there's two howard there's sterns. two howard sterns what are the chances cray Cray, total cray. Yeah, no, I was always led to believe that uh, this Howard K. Stern, her lawyer, and I guess if anybody knows anything, like, uh, I always thought he was, like, kind of the mastermind that was behind her yeah. demise, really. Same, like, giving her drugs and using yeah, her to make money. We're going to get into it. So I did watch the Netflix documentary. I always kind of take them with a grain of salt, you know, because they usually tend to, like, lean in one direction. Mm, not like me. They, I'm like, it's all true. <laughs> I knew it this whole time. Netflix, you nailed it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm so colorful. Oh, God. Okay. So <laughs> You're like, I like to be objective. I'm like, not I mean, me. They're just, they, they will give you the most salacious version right. of the story, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be using some of that, but also I watched a billion interviews. I never thought I would, this is actually a really long case too. Like I don't, I didn't know I could put this much uh, energy into Anna Nicole Smith, but here we are. All right. So, if you don't know the documentary that we're talking about, it's called Anna Nicole Smith. You don't know me, and we didn't, guys. Wow. Be the, spoiler um, alert! Spoiler alert! Did not know her. <laughs> I want to shout out some patrons because we the reason them. we can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thank you so much. We had two Melissa A's. Yes. So, what do we do now? A one? No, A one. That's she's not a steak I sauce. Just, I think they're A squared. <laughs> Melissa A squared. <laughs> I don't know what to do, guys. If I can use wow. your last name, you let me know. But uh, Melissa A squared for now. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, Julia Gulia, naturally. Nice. Love it. Wedding Diane Steele. Oh, my God. Who amazing. is definitely writing romance novels. Yeah. Uh, Sharon. Love it. Lois and, and Bram. Not on Patreon no, just yet. Not yet. But I, you know, I, I don't think, um, I think Lois Bram- is going to be... Meeting us. Oh, yeah. Rose Rose. passed. Uh, and Karen, you. Karen, us. <laughs> I don't have that. Karen, 
us. <laughs> that sounds like a little, like a nice little institute. It's the Care and You Institute. <laughs> Or, or a Karen okay, University. Well, TM, we're not just giving away ideas on this podcast. Oh, yeah, this is right. come here and make money off of us. <laughs> <laughs> so if you know, if you're not on our Patreon and you are interested in hearing more of this great A stuff. Hilarious banter <laughs> and murder and mayhem. It's a lovely mix. And there's also a lot of extra perks. I just wanted to make mention to anybody who's been waiting abnormal amount of time for a thank you letter mm -hmm. i just picked up a ton and i will be mailing them out in the next day or two matt has uh finally met his contractual obligations <laughs> i uh, i'm gonna say exceeded uh, uh, well you did you 10 said, were requested how many were delivered 11 uh, that's right yeah that's 10 percent <laughs> increase <laughs> <laughs> okay so like i said clearly we're doing anna nicole smith and we are going to start off in a small town in texas called mejia Mahaya. Yes, okay. it's spelt Mexia, but I watched Anna Nicole herself say it. Yeah. And if she said Mahaya, I'm going to say Mahaya. They do the same for Mexico. There's a big Me X in okay. Mexico. Right. And it's And it's very close to Texas. I'm King of the Hill. Peggy Hill always says Mexico. <laughs> and she's a substitute teacher. So she's that's very smart, how you very do it. Very smart. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so the population as of 2021 was still under 7,000. Oh, wow. So not very big. Uh, Anna Nicole was born on November 28th of 1967. So as of now, she would have been 56 years old. That's just the other so day, actually. young right? still. Uh, she was born Vicky Lynn Hogan to 20-year-old Donald Eugene Hogan and 16-year-old Virgie Mae Hogan. Okay. That's all really All right. <laughs> That's called baby having a baby. That's a thought then. And this is where we're already going to have mixed stories. Okay. Um, Anna's story has always been, I don't know if you've probably heard this, but she's always said that she was horribly abused as a child. She Physically and sexually, her parents did split up hmm. when she was under two and her dad took off. He will unfortunately come back into, what did, did you make that face for? I just, I hit my microphone with my hand. Oh, I thought I was, you almost fell off your chair. I, no, I was, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I was trying to drink water. <laughs> Like Didn't idiot. you go to school for this? That <laughs> <laughs> took two years. In in um, where was it? North Bay. North Bay. Oh, they say the best, the best, and the biz come out of North Bay. <laughs> so, like I said, her parents would split um, when she was under two because, unfortunately, sixteen-year-olds shouldn't marry people. They don't have it together. It's weird. It is weird. But you know what? We're probably going to get a DM about people saying, I was married when I was 14 and everything's fine. Good for you. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so her dad's going to come back up in this story, uh, which is very unfortunate because he is a garbage person. Okay. And not a city worker. Okay. A person that's made One of garbage. One of my dream jobs. <laughs> yes. Uh, so she said that her mom, who was actually a deputy sheriff, Oh, that's kind of cool. I yeah. didn't know that. Um, would sometimes handcuff her to the bed and would beat her. Oh, that's awful. Yes. Uh, she said that she had to live most of her young life with her aunt. But in the Netflix documentary, this was highly disputed by everyone that knew her, essentially. <laughs> oh, that said that it never happened. Not the abuse, anyways. Right. Um, her half-brother on her mom's side, his name was Donald Hart. And he said that their mother was never abusive and that she was really supportive and sweet. I'll go into this a bit further, though. But Anna Nicole would unfortunately drop out of high school when she was only 15 years old. She said that she got into a fist fight with a girl. And that's when she decided that she didn't want to go back anymore. She would drop out and start making her own money. So she did just that. She got herself a job at Jim's Crispy Fried Chicken. 
Okay. Yep. Love it. Love <laughs> Say it no so more. Fancy. I'm there. Yeah, it's like Anna Nicole Smith <laughs> at a fried chicken place. My God, you imagine walking in there. It's like, oh. You just see it. No, but you know what she had? Thighs. At this age. Breasts. Okay, Everything. she didn't have breasts. Oh, okay. Did not have breasts Wait, in how? Nicole Smith. I'm thinking like... We're talking 15 years old. Okay, I'm thinking like in the 80s. Yeah, well... No. She was born in 1967, so I'm going to take us to, I guess, 1972. Oh, not even close. Yeah. Alrighty so no, then. No boobies on her. <laughs> um, her uncle would say that she was a very difficult teenager, and she was boy crazy. And he once had to nail her window shut to prevent her from sneaking out with a 29-year-old man. Oh, come on. That's, um, is that real, do you think? Anna Nicole Smith with a 29-year-old man when she was 15? <laughs> I mean, I meant the window. I but think she liked think older she dudes. She likes older guys. She likes older guys. Um, <laughs> Were you ever described as boy crazy in high school? Um, it was crazy. Yeah, Minus it was crazy. The boy. Just, 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 a little, like, just <laughs> straight up old-fashioned. <laughs> Run in the mill. Just <laughs> fucking crazy. Just fucking nutty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she'd become infatuated with this grown-up when she was a child. And luckily, as things would go, she forgot about the 29-year-old weirdo who was trying to date a kid because <laughs> she began to have a thing for a cook at the restaurant that she worked at. Oh. Uh, he was actually a year younger. So, like, age is just a number to Anna. It is. And uh, the reason she fell for him was because... Teenage girls are toxic. And she asked him for a ride home one day, mm -hmm. and he said no. And that was when she was like, well, I'm going to make this happen then because oh, you okay. rejected me. <laughs> oh, nice. Is that what happens with teenage girls? Uh, well, you don't you don't um, deal with rejection super, super good. Right. Especially so considering the world revolves around you. Oh, so it's like, oh, okay, you don't want me. I must have Yeah, I you. must have you. And I'm not, uh, I don't know how to phrase this. He was not um, up to her should have been standards. And that's a very nice way of saying, yucky. So rejection <laughs> can lead to attraction. I guess. You, Lynn, are the worst piece of crap I have ever <laughs> laid my eyes upon. He's um, a dickhole too, okay? Yeah. So like, spoiler alert, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so her mom seemed really proud to be able to say that as a child... In a shopping mall, Anna Nicole, who was still Vicky Lynn at this time, would be followed around by grown men because they found her attractive. That's a lovely point of pride from a super creepy mom. I think I would start carrying around a mini bat. <laughs> yes, I was thinking mace, but of course you could hit them right in the wieners. A mini bat right to the kneecap, I think. Okay, no, yeah. I'm going wiener, yeah. You know, so uh, in fact, she uh, decided that she was going to chase this young boy. Thank God for the string of old men behind her that she just kind of left in the dust. And on April 4th of 1985, when Anna was 17 and Billy was 16, the two wed. Wow. That's where she got the Smith name from. Billy Smith. All right. Yes. Wed at 16? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Her mom's like, you know, that's super young. <laughs> She's like, I already had a baby by that age. What are you doing, you old spinster? <laughs> Like, shut up, mom. Aren't you retired? <laughs> <laughs> so, sadly, the married life um, was not all it was cracked up to be. You know, you're shitting me. Here's the thing mm. the chef at Jim's Crispy Fried Chicken who mm -hmm. rejected giving a young girl a ride home. Mm. I don't know. He just probably doesn't make the best husband. <laughs> I don't think he's ready. I'm not saying the potential's not there. 
I don't think he's ready. Maybe in another time. Yeah. I gotcha. I think once once Billy drops the E and just becomes Bill, maybe then we start looking into the <laughs> Nobody wants to date a Billy. No, like let's be honest. We're not I'm not running out to meet an Andy anymore. <laughs> the machoist Billy in the world was the kid. He still has a pocket There's protector. No Billy man. He has a pocket protector. Yeah, that's right. Which is not always a bad idea. Shout out to my older brother, Bill. <laughs> yeah, who dropped the E when he got not married. A Billy. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, as it would happen, Billy was very jealous. Uh-oh. And he did not want Anna to hang out with anyone or have anyone over. And when he would leave to go to work, she would be all alone, and she hated it. A theme that we're going to see with Anna Nicole's life is that she just wanted somebody to love. Mm. She just wanted to not be lonely. I definitely saw that in a really sad display during mm-hmm. her reality show. Her reality show should have been banned and we should have, she. Yes. I love Britney Spears so much. Britney Spears could have canceled Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. Like the knifing, the, the dancing from the camera, that is yeah. the most sane thing I saw yeah. compared to what I was watching with Anna Nicole Smith. She could not keep her eyes open. No, she was like just drugged. And you know what's weird is, you know, and it's such a weird thing. And I always kind of cringe when I hear people say it when I say it myself. It was a different time. But like, I remember like looking forward to that show and laughing my ass off. And now that is so, the thought of that is so cringy to me. And I, I do have a bit of a, a, you know, monologue about it in here a little bit later on. But you're 100% right. Because... Back then, I would have watched it too. I didn't, but not because I was morally advanced. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I was watching Conan O'Brien make fun of mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Like, but... Yeah, totally. Now, I don't know if it's, I, I, it's got to be the time. Like, I don't know. It's got to do with age too, I'm sure. Like, we've gotten older and can see how damaging it can be to other. Yeah, and I think that you just think, you know, there's more, I think, respect around mental health. I just don't understand how it wasn't... It wasn't even like a documentary. It was like a cartoon beginning with like a yeah. jazzy little jingle. And yeah. we, we were supposed to find it funny. Yeah. And, and a lot of people like, did. Pumpkin, where's my pumpkin? Oh my where's my pumpkin? Do you remember? Like and Conan used to do that little thing where he would like run around the stage and like, no, I don't and like remember, he would run out of screen and then like run back and like, and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. But that's so weird, not right? right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hannah decided that she was going to get pregnant and have a baby because that way she would never be alone. And so with that, she flushed her birth control pills down the toilet. And with that, on January 22nd of 1986, Daniel Wayne Smith was born. Birth control pills expensive? Like the little dials? Like, you know, the little flip? Matt, do you know how many kids I have? (laughs) <laughs> right, right, you're right. You're like, huh? What? <laughs> the what now in the movie? So, like, hey, Matt, how much does a church cost? <laughs> While we're on the subject of asking people things that they know fucking nothing about. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, with her son, she was less lonely. Guess but... I'll never know. <laughs> Call up somebody who doesn't have any kids find out how much birth control is. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, I'm sure there's been inflation since the last time. I don't know. It's been like 40 years that I've had these kids (laughs) right. So with her son, she was less lonely, but her marriage was not getting any better. Hmm. And when Daniel was six months, she took him and moved to Houston. 
Now, one thing that I did find that I found a little bit puzzling was like she always made it seem like she was from this really small town, mm-hmm. but her high school records show that she was transferred in from a school in Houston before she moved to Mejia. So, oh, so like she did big, live in the big city before so, she, like she wasn't always a small town bumpkin. Right. So one thing that everyone who knew Anna could agree on was that she was a hard worker. She hustled to get where she wanted to go. And when she was in Houston, she decided that she would work all the shifts that she could so that Daniel's life would be better than the one that she had stated she had. <laughs> so she would work at Red Lobster and Walmart and one day she was driving and she saw a billboard for a gentleman's club called Gigi's. What is a gentleman's club? Stop it. What's fellatio? Like a golf. Uh, <laughs> An Italian you're dessert. You're married. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> fellatio. <laughs> you had me going for a few oh, minutes too. Man. I was like, doesn't he know? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta start using the layman's terms because Matt's like, I don't get what? it. What? <laughs> Ew. You did so, a lot with it? so she thought to herself what the hell and she decided to go in and apply to be a waitress Mm. but Anna Nicole um like I said she had no boobs right out of the gate okay and she was like five foot eleven and they described her as not graceful at all right like a baby deer exactly so unfortunately when she went in to apply they had no waitressing positions available but they did say that she could dance there during the day shift. Oh, what a lovely thing Thank for the so manager much. to say. Can I dance? Will you guys serve mashed hey. potatoes? Um, so she started on the day shift. And now Anna, who's absolutely gorgeous. Did you see pictures of her as a young girl too? I've seen, oh, you know what? I think the youngest I've seen her in is the guest jeans. Oh, wow. Yeah, like pre, was she in Playboy? I think. Yeah, she was in yeah, so, the year twice. So pre, pre all of that. Yeah, the guest jeans were just absolutely yeah. stunning. It's like wowzers. Yeah. I remember downloading that oh, on a dial up and printing it overnight and just being like, all right, this will be cool. I Your parents are like, this. he hasn't eaten in a week. <laughs> <laughs> He's just down there staring at that printed off piece of paper. <laughs> it took like four hours to print it. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> like and it was already days. in black and white, but it just came out even more. In yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh so, man, 12 minutes, I'm going to get a nipple. This is going to be great. Cost <laughs> oh your parents $40 for more print. <laughs> oh, God. So, like I said, she was a stunner, but she was not graceful. And she couldn't dance to save her life. And even worse, your worst nightmare, like I said, she barely had any boobs at all. Which oh is my, just like, that is my worst forget nightmare. Forget it. What do you for- do? You just talk to them? <laughs> See how their day was? Ugh. Ugh, gross. <laughs> so in a couple of weeks, though, she still had men drooling all over her. What she is had- it you always say? You can't motorboat a personality? I love I, that. That is, is yeah, one of my favorite things that yeah, you say. It's on my family coat of arms, actually. <laughs> it's really, it's crazy. I don't know why we have it. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, Dad, he's like, it's been around for It's like, what do they say? Is it from your pappy, your pappy's pappy? <laughs> That's all I remember my grandfather saying all the time. It was crazy. <laughs> um, so anyways, she started finding her footing, you know, like her, her niche, her way to talk to these okay. fellas. And that's when she came up with this baby voice that she always did. And um, one of her fellow dancers, who would later turn into one of her most meaningful relationships, was a girl named Missy. And she would say that when Anna started here, 
she would tell the girls, like, I always hated my name. I hate the name Vicky. She actually said that she would prefer to be called Nikki. So mm. the girls were like, yeah, do whatever you want to do. Yeah, nobody so we'll cares call you Nikki. Hickey. Nobody yeah. gives a shit. <laughs> Sticky? You want to go by Sticky <laughs> in a strip club? I don't... Oh, I would think that one ever. Oh, <laughs> so Anna had a goal body in mind. Like, get in line. Same. But, you know, that body would be the one that we have known her to become. Anna Nicole Smith, the big blonde hair, the humongous boobs. Huh. Um, so she would hustle and she would save all of her earnings and she would receive multiple surgeries to acquire the boob look that okay. she was going for. Hmm. And I'm only mentioning this because it will come into play a little bit later on when we touch on some of her health issues, but each one of her breasts were two large implants, like stacked. Like four Four in, in total? Four in total, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, she had four implants to make up her chest. What the? Like, that, is that a common thing? Like, I've never heard of it. Like, yeah, like And this. I would imagine it doubles your risks of something rupturing. Uh, yeah, and like, <laughs> doctor, there's probably a reason. It's maybe a size that isn't Yeah, I don't think it's big. a great idea, but what do I know? As I'm sure you can imagine, if the guys in the club liked her with nothing at all on her chest, this was... Wait till they get a load of really great four boobs, Smith. <laughs> That's actually what she went by. Sticky four boobs, Smith. <laughs> <Sticky four boobs. laughs> so, and one fateful day in 1991, Anna, who was going by Nikki, who was really named Vicky, okay, was dancing. Yeah, <laughs> got sticky. One thing I might do another. You're inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate. <laughs> so she was dancing in a red dress when. J. Howard Marshall II yes. rolled into the club. Literally? Yes. Nice. James Howard Marshall II was a very rich man, huh. as I'm sure anyone who's ever heard of Anna Nicole knows, but he just had a pretty rough year. Mm. It was no secret that Howard had a mistress. His wife was very sick with dementia, and Howard was lonely. So he still took care of his wife. But he wanted to hang out and have some fun. And that someone was also a dancer. She was 52 years old. He had met her in 1982. And he loved to spend money on her. Mm. Sadly, she would pass away during a facelift procedure in 1991. And later that year, his wife would pass too. Wow. Yeah. Mistress and wife. Mistress and wife. Boy. In one year. So he was depressed and he was drinking entirely too much. And when he wasn't drinking, he was sleeping. So... You know, his driver said one day, let's go into Gigi's and you can see the pretty ladies. Hey, let's, uh, let's cheer you up. Winston Marshall Thurg. What's his name? Thurg Howard. Jay Howard. Howard. <laughs> but uh, you can only imagine his driver, right? Like his driver's like, God, I got to drive this old guy around. I wonder if I can yeah. fucking talk him into going to the strip He's club. Like <laughs> I bet I can talk him into going to the strip club. He's drunk all the time. I'll just say, let's go to the strip club. <laughs> the driver's following. Hello? Hey, Wayne, what's up? You guys at the strip club? Fine, nah, I get this old fuck. Actually, you know what? Hang on one second. Let me just try something here. Yo, hour! <laughs> so, yeah, you know, they went in and he took one look at Vicky, Nikki, Anna, Sticky, and he was instantly taken with no her. doubt which is of course i'm instantly taken with her like, like this is when i watched those guest models like yeah. shoots i was like meow mm -hmm. so <laughs> he had arranged for her to come to his hotel room and the pair spent the entire afternoon eating room service and telling each other about their lives <clears throat> i don't know what you're laughing at what if somebody was like do you want to eat room service and talk about yourself i'd be like 
That sounds like fucking. What did you do today? I merged eight oil companies <laughs> into one super oil conglomerate. What about you? I made two more fried chickens yesterday <laughs> than I did today, and I served it. That is mean. I'm sure she had a lot going on. Yes. She's a. She's working at Walmart. True. Crazy shit there happens True. all the time. In the yes. States? Yes. There's got to be something to have, great to talk about. See what, Thurgood, you got to see what these people are wearing in Walmart. <laughs> Some people come in their pajamas. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. You know, I, I did want to mention, because certainly from my point of view, when this was all happening, I did see her as a gold digger. Course, 100%. Who's taking advantage of this feeble old guy. And this is, it's really not the case. I mean, like, he was physically frail, but he wasn't an idiot. He was still working when this all transpired. And he was trying to get Anna Nicole to marry him from the day that he met her. And she said no. She said she wanted to make a name for herself before she really? could, because she didn't want to be seen as that person. That's so funny. Like you look back, like in, in my mind, she was trying to trap him and get him and well, lock it in. I don't know if you can trap. That guy of that age. Yeah, like what right. she, she's like, I'm pregnant. He's like, I haven't been able to get it up in well, 35 years. That very is, good. That is not my child. <laughs> so, like I said, she didn't want people to think she was a gold digger, but that's like, that's like the fine print. Like nobody ever sees that part. Like that's not salacious enough for us to care about. Yeah. So, his net worth at the time that he met Anna Nicole was. About $500 million. That's it? Well, by the time he passed, I think it was $12 million. Okay. Oh, boy. What so, an earner. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had a... Okay, so he made his money from oil, but he also had a 14.6% stock in Coke Industries. Oh. Industries. <laughs> Man, cocaine is popular, too. <laughs> so cocaine. he must have... I was like... I started reading up on the Coke Brothers and Coke Industry and stuff, and I was like... Okay, they did they did stuff with petroleum. That's I don't I'm not smart enough to understand all of the stuff that they did. I'm like, You're like awesome guys. I know that the they well I don't know that, but I did I know for sure I heard that they used to use cocaine and coke. It's and not Coca Cola. It's oil. What? K O C H. Koch. <laughs> it's Coke. It's not the Koch brothers. No, it's the Coke brothers. Oh, I don't know a thing. I'm like, <laughs> what the. Fuck, I'm like oil and Coca-Cola. And That's then I'm like, it can't. I'm like, yeah, yeah, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that checks out. Oh my it's god. Black. You just you just were like, That's fine. Is there cocaine in the oil? There might be. Well, let's start thinking, girl. <laughs> let's wake you up. <laughs> okay, so you know, before you ask, because I know you're going to, as far as intimacy went. Oh yes, hand stuff mostly. Well, nipple stuff too. Oh yeah. His or Hers. Yes, yes. Yes to both. Do you think he knew she had four boobs under there? I think he might have had a suspicious. Thurgood, you old dog. Why are you calling him Thurgood? What is his name? Jay Howard. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is a Thurgood? Why would that be where you I don't went? Know. Thurgood, I'm thinking Thurgood Marshall. I don't know why. But who's Thurgood Marshall? I don't no idea. <laughs> he works with Coca-Cola. No. <laughs> so they were not intimate oh this is a okay for the record <laughs> she's implying um a whole hand <laughs> going into a small opening this i believe is what you're looking for i felt like that would be too dirty <laughs> this is more like i could just 
be talking with my hands. Yeah, it's essentially a fisting emoji. And then you do the A-OK with the finger going that's through the whole. That's, that's, that's too much. That's too much. See, that really paints a visual. And I'm not... do you know that this is ASL for SEX? Did you know that your parents are upstairs? What are you doing? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Have some goof. Oh, God. Um, so not, anyways. They better not start doing it while we're trying to record. Oh, <laughs> Thurman, get off of her. We're trying to work. I just can't hear about fisting without feeling oh, right. Oh, <laughs> Stop it. You did this. <laughs> so, they were not, but she would rub upon him and he called her her nipples her, her rosebuds. Oh, okay. That's not a rosebud, by the way. <laughs> it's around the corner. Where okay, 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 okay. Okay, never mind. So, there's a bit of information that has to live in your brain for the rest of your life. Cause Ooh, I'm an oil tycoon. <laughs> Let me see them now here, Rosebuds. In 1992, Anna finally filed for divorce from Billy. And that was finalized in 1993. Oh, my God. They were married this whole time? I forgot yeah, about yeah. Billy. Yeah, you forget about people really <laughs> I was quickly. just hearing Rosebuds. I was like, what was going on? <laughs> I forgot my name. I forgot you were here. <laughs> Where's that printout? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still going. So, also in 1992, she signed a contract with Guest by Marciano. Oh. And just like that, she was on billboards. Ever heard of them? Mm-hmm. In black and white. She looked absolutely stunning. She also officially started going by Anna Nicole Smith. So, not legally. Okay. She just kind of said, call Today, me Anna. I'm Anna Nicole Smith. Just call me Anna. So, she would tell her friend Missy that she didn't care if Missy wanted to call her Nikki in private, but in public now, she was Anna. Missy claims that for years, she and Anna had a sexual relationship. Oh. Anna was still with Jay Howard, but he did not mind her being with other people just as long as she made herself available for Bring one those rosebuds all <laughs> back home. Yeah. Oh, I, did, I heard one call with them, and she's like, do you miss your rosebuds? And he's Ew. like, what? Oh. <laughs> she's like, do you miss your rosebuds? And he's like, I do. And she's Stop like, they it. miss you too. Get the fuck you miss your rosebud? Huh? <laughs> you miss your rosebud? Huh? What? He's just—he's just flatulent on the call. <laughs> you miss your rosebuds? <laughs> My like... nose? What? <laughs> no, your rosebuds. Who knows the buds? <laughs> so <laughs> they're good. <laughs> she had also a boyfriend the entire time. Oh. Uh, his name was Clay Spires. And he actually um, did the really sweet thing that boyfriends do sometimes, and he sent her pictures to Playboy. Oh, nice. Yes. Like behind her back? No, no, or, no, no, no. Okay, in front of her face. Yep, right in front of her face. Okay. Right in front of those rose buttons. Right. <laughs> uh, and of course, they found her stunning because she was. Yeah. And in March of 1992, she was dressed very classily mm-hmm. on the cover of Playboy's debutante edition. They don't usually use a lot of yeah. fake boobies going on, especially like the four boob special, <laughs> the double barrel boob. Well, we've all seen her boobs, right? Like they're not, they don't look like there's, there's no crease. There's no divider. No. Yeah. It's not like a, like a cow's four stomach. <laughs> no, no, you're right. It's just they a just camel look- though. <laughs> <laughs> so in May of 1993, she was named Playboy Playmate of the Year. And she was gifted a champagne-colored jaguar. Oh, mm-hmm. that's pretty sweet. It's actually how I got my Ford Escape. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do I need for the SUV? You need one of these rosebuds or just the... What are we doing here? 
All right. Get a good look. There you go. <laughs> I imagine that gas would probably be free for her Jaguar as well with all the oil tycoons. <laughs> my rosebud dealings. Jay Howard. <laughs> so, unfortunately, we're going to get in some sad stuff here. Uh, this was not only a huge thing to happen to her. The only huge thing to happen to her this time around, uh, Anna had always had big hopes of becoming a daddy's girl, which was hard because her father had left long ago. Um. She never knew him. So around this time, Anna had called a private investigator to try and track down her father, and she was successful. They spoke over the phone, and Anna learned that she had a half-brother on her father's side whose name was Donnie. She arranged for Donnie and her father to come to California in their first meeting, Anna showed up to meet them at the airport in, like, a white stretch limo. She had, like, little pigtails in her hair. <laughs> Big boobs. Yeah. Everywhere. And so she's just, like, her normal, like, really vibrant, bubbly, bubbly self. yeah. And she was so excited to meet them. And her father told her that there was not a single night that she had not been in his prayers when he went to sleep. So nice. That's Did he know that it was her the whole time? The Anna Nicole, like no, it, it was no, no. one of those like, like even, wait till they're famous and send them a no. No, and the thing that I was watching, I think it was the Netflix documentary. The brother was saying um, he was like, like her friend was there too, and her friend was like, "You probably have a picture of your sister up on your wall." And I was like, huh. "Oh, right," because he, oh my, <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> Are those stories even real? Like well, where the people listen, do SEX? Listen to what's gonna happen. It's a lot worse. Oh, what? There, what is what? All right, I'm listening. You so, weirdo. Anna would bring her brother. I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anna would bring her brother, uh, her father, and her son Daniel to the party that they were throwing for her um, for the Playmate of the Year at the Playboy Mansion. But after the party, Anna would claim that when they were alone together, her father attempted to rape her. Oh, Jesus Christ. In the Netflix show, they have her half-brother there, and Donnie said that his father was a monster. He said that he is not the kind of guy that you can feel comfortable with being left alone, and that his father once disclosed to him that he had chased down and raped his ex-wife's sisters, like her, her, her kid's sister. Jesus Christ. Remember, I was like, what's worth than that? And, you're and like, I'm like, give me a second. <laughs> I'm like, hold my beer. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he was a really gross pig. Um, remember the garbage person talk from the beginning of the yes, show? Yes, yeah. yes, the human embodiment of trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So when the interviewer brings up Anna's claim that her father assaulted her, her brother didn't know any of this at first. Uh, he responded by saying that it was absolutely something that he could see his father doing, but that it was impossible because he had been there the entire time. But then you can kind of see mm. him thinking. Mm -hmm. And then he finally says, he thinks about it a little bit, and then he says, well, I wasn't there 100% of the time. So there's actually a really good chance that it probably could have happened. This is at the Playboy Mansion? So this was after on the way that. home. Yeah. Okay. So when Anna spoke about it with Missy, her friend, Missy said that she recalled Anna having been so excited to go to this event and to meet her dad and her brother. And when she returned, she just simply said that she didn't want to talk about it and it was never brought up again. And neither did either one of his, her family members show up ever again. Wow. Yeah. It would have been like the greatest night. Yeah. Right. Cause Until you've got you're the fucking weird, creepy Jesus. Absentee father. And he's like, I've never not given you a prayer when I put my head down on my stupid fucking pillow. 
That's what I imagine he sounds like. Nice. But you so, probably nailed it. Yeah. Well, they, they show one scene too, and she's just like, it's my daddy and my brother. And he just keeps pulling her and like kissing her cheek, pulling her and kissing her cheek. Ugh. And I'm like, I knew what was going to happen. And I was like, I'm uncomfortable. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so in February of 1994 was when the glass was kind of shattered on this beautiful image that she had. When headlights came out that Anna Nicole had been hospitalized for a drug overdose after fighting with her jealous boyfriend, and she had collapsed in the Beverly Hills Hotel, up until this point, we did not manna, like we didn't think of about Anna and drugs and alcohol. It was like no, it was just kind of. Although maybe no, no, not really. Because no, I would, she was I like would pure and beautiful, and like I kind of put her up there with like the Jenny McCarthys, the Cindy Crawfords, like not just models but playboy yeah, centerfolds yeah, yeah. as well and just kind of that your mm, favorite is what you mean that's correct Got yeah so right. on second favorite to you oh, jesus thank you. She's like, oh. <laughs> uh-huh. i scream at him afterwards like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so on june 27th of 1994 anna finally gave in to jay howard's proposals and she married him in what was probably one of the creepiest ceremonies i ever watched but that photo uh, the, that, which it, one? I, there's just a. I th- I'm sure it's a wedding photo because he's in a tuxedo. And is it a white just, tuxedo? I don't think so. I think yeah, she's. They wearing, were all in white for their wedding. Daniel was dressed in white. Very decrepit looking. Yes, he's he de- didn't hold up. Bring me that rouge, but <laughs> Oh, but he was so cute. Like they they played all these like phone calls from him, and he's like when she wasn't answering his phone calls, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Hi, my precious package." Call your husband. Oh, my God. That's not adorable. That is like the... <laughs> the guy from Family Guy? No, 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 no. Hey, hi, Chris. you go? That guy. No, not that. Oh, no. What So, when this was made public, it kind of, the public turned on her. More or less. For sure. And I will agree and say that as far as gold dinging is concerned, if we were to just talk about the optics of it all, yeah, this is not a good look. No. But 100%. also, who the fuck cares? Like, she's not hurting anyone. He knows what he is giving and what he is receiving. He is fully within his faculties. Yeah. And he's earned this money. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? This but, is his money. If he wants somebody to rub their rosebuds on him, that's he's in his rights. But like you said... None of that is entertaining, what you just said. <laughs> it's not salacious. No, though. it is not. So it's actually kind was, of, I don't want to picture it. Like, that is news to me. Like, yeah. all that stuff. Like, to me, yeah, the narrative was just what you see. He on, was like, he had dementia, and he couldn't put his thoughts together, and she just roped him in, and then... Yeah. Yeah, no. Tried to get in that will. It's kind of like a transaction, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. They, he knows what he's in for. She a knows quid what pro she's quo. For. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, do you miss your rosebuds? <laughs> Said your rosebuds, daddy. <laughs> so I do truly believe that there is more to their relationship as well, too. Like, I think that she did genuinely love him. Maybe not in like a, a typical marriage mm-hmm. kind of way, but like what's traditional marriages anyways? Like who the fuck cares? There's super shitty traditional marriages out there. That is true. <laughs> so, you know. That is very true. Who cares what other people are doing? If they're not hurting other people, then mm-hmm. fucking leave them alone. Can I be honest with you? Even when people do hurt other people? I don't really care. <laughs> it doesn't really bother me. It's not really my business. <laughs> people are like, as long as they're not hurting anybody, I'm always like, well, even if they are, it ain't my fucking concern. 
<laughs> what if it's happening right in front of your hot dog stand? Oof, that does happen. Do you just like look down at your phone? No, I usually, well, I grab my phone, I start filming, <laughs> and then the price of water goes up by $3 because you usually grabs a crowd. <laughs> I make that money. Oh my God. <laughs> you, you capitalize on it. That's right. All right, who wants a fight dog? <laughs> <laughs> sauerkraut's extra (laughs) (laughs) so whatever live and let live i don't i guess matt's under a different if people can hurt each other too that's right right. (laughs) so this is kind of like like i said the start of the decline the black and white beautiful gas pitchers now she's just kind of a gold digger she's got these drug charges under her belt not Mm -hmm. charges but she od'd she was like this perfectly posed like china doll at first and you've got like also the rise of you know n- not network but like tabloid television mm-hmm. and not TMZ like before TMZ it was like inside Perez Hilton in a current affair Perez Hilton yeah mm-hmm. even right. that's another one back in the oh, day oh he's that, a piece of garbage those pictures were hilarious know, they always had and them coming out of their mouth I know I thought always. that was so funny I it thought, didn't matter I, who they I, were no it was so like funny. Betty White drizzle of content. yeah what? like Steven Spielberg on the set of his new Star Wars movie come come. <laughs> I'm like, okay, spoiler alert. The new E.T. movie? Come. (laughs) Guess what happened to E.T. when he went home? Load. (laughs) (laughs) So, now we're at August 22nd, 1994. The edition of the New York Magazine comes out, and Anna Nicole is on the cover. Mm, Good for her. She is sitting with her legs apart. (laughs) She's smiling. Okay. But she looks as though she has something in her mouth, like this. She's like this. (laughs) Okay, you got it. Right, like the tortilla challenge where you fill your mouth up with water. Yes. And um, she's wearing white cowboy boots. Okay. And the headline reads, Tanya, Lisa Marie, John and Lorena, Paula, Jennifer, and Bill, they're everywhere. Lock up your Twinkies. And then in big, bold letters, it says, White Trash Nation. And in between her legs is a bag of cheese puffs (laughs) (laughs) that she is clearly storing in her mouth. Right. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, like that. She ends up suing over it because apparently they didn't have the rights to that picture. But. Oh, in my I was thinking like she posed for it. Like this was it like. It is a posed picture. No, but, but not from them. She might have just been on break. <laughs> she <laughs> she ate some cheese puffs. That's right. Don't film me. <laughs> but oh, where's my phone? I wish I could show. Oh, you. it's right behind your laptop. Oof, if you're, it's under the S and the C of scary. You're on the A and the R and the Y. Oh my god! There you go. I was gonna look up her. What was it New York? Just look up White Trash Nation, Anna Nicole. Come on. Yep. So White as you Trash can... Nation. Oh, all my Facebook pages. <laughs> you got it. Uh, nope. I'm now part of uh, some sort of white nationalist <laughs> group just called White Trash Nation. Here we go, Anna Nicole <laughs> Smith. There we go. I mean, okay, can I be honest with you? You still think she looks hot? I think that's a, that is a remarkably sexy photo. Yeah, but you just want to be it's, like, you're I, like, what do I want more in between her legs? I is think, it the cheese puffs or I, her credentials? I think, because, <laughs> I think the commentary is rather disgusting, but I think that the photo itself, it's very adorable. She's very photogenic. No kidding. She's gorgeous. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's crazy. Even when Tanya, she like- Lisa Marie, John and Lorena, Roseanne and Tom. Lock up your Twinkies. Did they mean like literal Twinkies? Like somebody is going to come and get your trashy pastries? I guess, yeah, because Twinkies are like a white trash food maybe. And she's coming for the white trash. She's going to be the white trash leader. I don't know. So 
In January of 1995, Jay Howard falls very ill. He is suffering oh, no. from stomach cancer. Uh, mm. His younger son, Pierce, limits the time that Anna is allowed in the hospital room to see his father. At this point, he also takes over control of his dad's estate, and he stops paying Anna's bills. Uh, it was said that Anna was spending roughly asshole. six figures every month. Well, okay, maybe a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe Pierce. just bring it in. Yeah, so she also had a... $50,000 spending that she was given every month, and he cuts her off from that. He stops paying her bills, and he starts having her bills forwarded to her. Essentially, Anna Nicole was spending six figures every month, and now that has all dried up. Ooh, boy And 14 months after their wedding, on August the 4th of 1995, Howard dies from pneumonia and, of course, the stomach cancer. And being 1,000 <laughs> years old. Was he was only 90 when he condition. died. Which oh, is he spry. looked so spry when he, they wheeled him in on his wedding day. <laughs> I know. It's like, uh, do you take this crypt keeper to me? <laughs> so, J. Howard Morgan II was 90 years old at the time, and he had a long-standing wish to be cremated when he passed, which was the route that his son Pierce wanted to go. But Anna said that Pierce wanted to, quote-unquote, burn his dad. And she wanted no part of it. Mm -hmm. So she was allowed to give him a separate funeral before the cremation. And on August 7th, she would wear her wedding dress and the veil from her wedding. Daniel was nine at the time, and he too would be wearing the suit that he wore to the wedding. What the fuck? There was a banner that laid across the casket that read, From Your Lady Love. And Rosebuds. Anna and Daniel then sang... The Bette Midler song, Wind Beneath Your Wings. Just remind us just a little bit. Of, I'm not. I'm just not going to do you ever know that you're my hero? <laughs> and I don't think Anna Nicole was Hero's known for her vocals. No. Show. And no. then when the pastor began to read from the Bible, Anna <laughs> ran <mid-song>. sobbing. <laughs> it's just Did like, you ever brothers know? and sisters. <laughs> Did you ever know that you're my Matthew 23 tells us? <laughs> so, of course, when he started reading, she got up abruptly and ran sobbing right out of the church. So, I think that anyone who knows even the smallest bit about this case knows that there was a huge court battle after uh, the passing of her husband, mm-hmm. who was entitled to that money. It was between Pierce Marshall and Anna, but then Howard's other son, whose name was also Howard, he was Howard the Third. Mm. he had a falling out with his father before his passing, obviously. He didn't, he was like, yeah. oh, you're yeah. dead and I'm mad. <laughs> and so Howard the Third joined Anna's side, Whoa. and they would become Marshall versus Marshall, and this would last years and i will touch on that a bit at the end because uh it goes on far past anna's life really yes first of all just to rewind i had no idea they were married for like you said over two years 14 months okay just over a year but they were together from 91 they married in 94 they were together Mm -hmm. for like three years according to my math <laughs> yeah, like, well, I mean, when you include their marriage, they were together for four and a bit. Yeah. Right. And so, she had boyfriends. She had boyfriends. She had but, girlfriends. Yeah. And he had rosebuds. He had rosebuds whenever he wanted them. Rose Bring them here. Give me that rosebud. <laughs> so in November of 95, Anna is once again hospitalized for an adverse reaction to prescription pills. And then with her debt just piling up, 
Daniel's ex-nanny filed a lawsuit uh, against Anna for sexual harassment. She said that Anna would give her drugs and alcohol and then force her into having sex. Anna's defense was that it was the nanny who was forcing Anna into sex. So something happened. I mean, I don't you know what. think Anna Nicole Smith, though, like in all the, I mean, I know that we misjudged her and stuff. At least I did back in the day from what I know now is the truth. But like, you ever think of her as an aggressive okay. person? Here's one thing that I will say is that, I, like I said, I never watched the show when it was around. Mm-hmm. But I have been watching the show in order to yeah. get a better feel for who she is. There was one episode that I watched where her assistant, they were all essentially at that time in her life, she was just giving titles to people to hang around with her. Yeah. Was this the girl with like the blue hair or something? Or did she have like a weird color hair? She might've had a weird color hair, Yeah, but she, they were going to um, like a amusement park. Mm. And this assistant was so petrified, like to the point of like dry heaving and crying. And Anna was like, I don't care. But she was fucking wasted. Like yeah. she was like, I don't give a shit. You she's like, please, Anna, me. please don't make me do this. Like, I feel sick to my stomach. I can't yeah. do this. And she's like, it's fine. You're going to have so much fun. Oh, and like, yeah. she forced her to go on two things. And like, this human was just Jesus. beside herself. Like, I've never said, I would feel like I was abusing somebody if I made them go in that state to do something yeah, that they were that no adamant that they didn't want to do. Right, okay. So who knows? But um, they... We're suing Anna for $850,000. And not because the nanny proved her case, but just as a default judgment because Anna had failed to comply with the applicable rules of evidence. Oh, jeez. Um, the nanny got the ruling. Mm-hmm. And that would force Anna into bankruptcy, stating that she was $9 million in debt. In her assets. <laughs> wow. She had listed. Four boobs. How many pot belly pigs do you think? What? One? What? <laughs> Six, six, six pop belly pigs. How are those assets? One million dollars in jewelry. A twelve thousand dollar doll collection. Yeah, I believe that. (laughs) The examiner that was like reporting on the bankruptcy seemed to be over Anna's shit. (laughs) Oh, really? They stated in the report she had no idea why she was forced into bankruptcy. She was like, didn't know why she was having to talk about her pigs. Jeez. They said that. she often seemed drugged and would take pills throughout their meeting. Did I ever tell you about, do you, you know what microblading is, right? Um, is it the thread at the mall where they make no, your eyebrows? It's they shake your eyebrows? It's a t- so it's a very, very small micro blade. And they like just make these swoops of the, the bra- eyebrow? Their, like eyebrow and then they fill it in with like color. Okay. So I had gone to get that done before my wedding. And uh, the girl, when I got there, was so clearly inebriated. And at first I just, she was talking to me and I just thought maybe this is just her personality. Like she was very loud and she was swearing and like, Mm -hmm. she was like, whatever, it was fine. But uh, so I'm filling up my paperwork and she's like, I'm telling her like the shape that I wanted. She's like, why the fuck do you want that kind of shape? Like, oh what? my God. Would you say McDonald's arches? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to, the golden arch no, of for my wedding. And so, and then we go upstairs because it's in her house, right? Yeah. And Everyone's so like number one, but continue. we go upstairs. Well, I read all of her reviews. She had amazing reviews and everything like that. So we go upstairs and I'm in like her chair and she's doing, and every time I would say something that made her laugh, she would like bend down and kiss my forehead. And she kept kissing my forehead. And then she drew on, with an iodine pen, she drew on these eyebrows. And I kid you not, on my children's life, my left eyebrow went way past, it was like my cheekbone. <laughs> and then this one was like up, like 
way past my the corner of my eye. And I was like, I got up and I looked at it. And she, I was there for four hours. She never touched me with a needle. Oh, So my she God. kept leaving the room. And I was like, in my head, because I don't have the nerve to like confront somebody about something mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, please just stay in the room and sober up. Like, please stop yeah, leaving. Cause I know you're just going to get a drink of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's probably what this poor examiner was doing. He's like, please stop popping pills. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyways, I ended up getting the nerve and going home, but the iodine pen had stained my skin so badly that I had to have purple eyebrows for a couple of days. Was the, uh, was the, the priest at your wedding like, ma'am, are you sure you want to get married? You're you in the really middle of a stroke. <laughs> um, you're, you, I've never seen anybody so angry going through a stroke. No, and, and it was one of those things where like, I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll just have to wear a hat to my wedding. Like, that's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. Because I can't insult this person. And I literally just got like four minutes mm. of like, I was like, okay, I have this burst of anxiety in my stomach that's going to let me get this out. And I was yeah. like have you been drinking today? And she just like put her head in her hands. And I was like, listen, I kept, I didn't know what to say. I'm like, I respect you so much. Like another time, like we'll just rearrange it. Mm -hmm. And I I respect you so much for drinking while you're working. (laughs) I got into my car and my hand was like this, like it was just shaking. Shaking. And I messaged my girlfriend, Sarah. And I I said to her, I wrote out what happened to her. And I was like too nauseous to drive because I was so like, I just almost got my face tattooed in like the most horrendous way. And I messaged my girlfriend, Sarah, and she's wonderful. And she's usually so sweet and supportive and offers good advice. But I got back a text that said, oh, my God. And then five lines of ha, 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 (laughs) So inspirational. But in in that moment, I was like, like, now I can laugh about it. But in that moment, I was like, I felt like I had almost been hit by a train. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. But yeah, so I can relate to this guy. Like, you're just sitting there and she's like, I have my six spot belly pigs. Did you ever get it done? The Did microblading, I yeah. Uh, yeah, I went and got it done before the wedding, but it was like, you have to go and then you do like one session and then you wait five weeks and then you get another session. And I had planned out around this, the original girl, yeah. so that it was like all the healing and everything like that would right. be done in perfect time for the yeah. wedding. And like, I could only go for one session, so it wasn't ideal, but whatever. Yeah, like, oh ma'am, you seem to be in kind of mid healing. Did you um, sneeze in a tanning bed by chance? Because, <laughs> um... <laughs> It's, it is. It's a really gross procedure. Like it's a, the things I was just, and I, I was on a bit of a kick because of this case yesterday. And I was with my girlfriends doing a uh, kids party for Christmas. Funny, and I was yeah. like, they're all talking about like all their workouts and they're gaining weight and they're doing this. And it's so because of this case, we don't fucking need to do anything anymore. Yes, that's right. <laughs> They'll just use and abuse us. And then when they're done with us, we'll just die of overdoses. Just they're like, what yeah. is happening? <laughs> Can the kids paint the gingerbread cookies or are you just going to have a fucking breakdown? <laughs> Okay, it's okay. Just move Auntie Lynn out of the way. That's all right. No. No, her eyes are sweating. Those aren't tears. No, that's because she's so hot. (laughs) So, like I said, this poor guy's just sitting there. She's doing all these pills. He says she could barely walk. Her speech was slurred, and she had to lay down in a darkened room as the light bothered her, and she could not remember from what she said from one moment to the next. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that sounds about right. You can't remember yeah. what you said from one. Yeah, that's right. So. This room is really bright. You're like, why way. are you here? Yes, <laughs> what are you doing here? Hey, what's up? So, the bankruptcy was filed in February of 1996, and then six years later, on August 4th, 2002, which was also the seventh anniversary of the death of her husband, mm. Anna was back in the spotlight. She now had her own show on the E Network. Because E will always help you work through a drug addiction. Good. That's one thing I've noticed. Roadie. And 
So her show was called The Anna Nicole Show. Now, you told me that you watched the show when it originally aired. So do you care to share what you felt about the show? Did you still think she was hot when you were watching the show? Mm, you know what? That is tough because, no, I felt it. Well, I felt her more attainable okay. during the show. Okay. Uh, but I think all I remember is like a pink velour jumpsuit. Yeah, and she wanted her whole room to be hot pink fur. That's I'm right. Like the dust. I'm yeah. the dust. Like, what are you going to do? How are you going to do? What, are you going to beat it with a friggin' broom every day? <laughs> There's a reason our rooms aren't fur. <laughs> and that's it. That's the only reason. <laughs> that is it. So, I watched two episodes. Yeah, very exploitive. It was awful. Yeah. It was absolutely awful. And you know what I will say for her, in, um, in Anna's defense, I feel like when she gained all the weight, she decided to just plaster on the makeup. And so right. it was like, she had like a really Mimi from Drew Carey look. Like right. It was like the really dark. And then they would show her going to the dentist. I watched an episode with her going to the dentist. She's completely fresh face. Mm -hmm. Still so gorgeous. Yeah. Like, skin. It was like she put on all this extra makeup because she was trying to make up for the fact that she had gained weight. But she, her face was still absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Like she didn't need all that makeup. No. Like the dark red lipstick. Like, girl. That's right. Beautiful. Yeah. It was almost like a cartoon, it like of Marilyn much. Monroe and Betty Boop. Or and it, I think that like the weight gain with the makeup was what caused people to make fun of her because it was just yeah a lot of trying really hard. And her face was stunning. Well, and I think, you know, the she was an extremely problem. hot girl and you know an attractive famous person and we fucking love a fall from grace that as sucks, a society and yeah absolutely it sucks the one that i watched oh god it was so it was painful it was like you know secondhand embarrassment when it's on mm -hmm. a tv like this guy so the the millionaire matchmaker who she oh, wasn't Patty, a thing back uh, then but she was she was working with anna nicole smith no yeah and so she arranged for anna nicole to go on a date with this guy and this guy was such a twerp Oh, God no. bless his little heart because mm -hmm. he tried so bad. He's like, went to the tailor. He's like, can you make sure that my sleeves aren't too long? Because I'm going out with Anna Nicole Smith. And she was, she's like, they went to like a teppanyaki restaurant where they cook everything on the grill in front of you. Oh, nice. And she's like, oh, she's over it. She is so over it. She's like, I'm going to need some more sake to sit through dinner with this guy. Oh, and she's yes. just downing the sake. And uh, he's like talking to her the entire time. So Anna, like, what do you do? And, what, and she's just like, Looking at him like half eyes, half open. Like she's just like, Jeez. and then just goes back to her food. She goes, Do you think that it would be rude if I asked for some HP sauce? <laughs> and he's like, If Anna wants or HP sauce, she gets HP sauce. Damn and, right, bro. But like, she was over it. Yeah. He was trying so painfully hard. And she was on another planet. She was like, yeah. It was so uncomfortable. I, I didn't know who I was embarrassed for. You know what? It was probably something that the writers of the show came up with, the producers, and she'd forgotten about it, or they just sprung it on her. And then all of a sudden, she's in a situation where she's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh, it was so bad. She was just, he's trying to talk to her, and she's just sitting in the car. Like, she looks like she could fall asleep at any minute. Yeah. She's just sitting there, and I'm just like, Oh my god! And that guy doesn't even realize that she wants to tuck and roll out of the car right yeah, now because right. she does not want to be in this position. But it was, uh, you know, like I said, she had put on a substantial amount of weight. She's still beautiful. But most concerning is that she's absolutely not on this planet anymore. This is clearly a woman who is struggling with addictions. And we turn this show into something that we should watch for our enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I don't want to pretend like I'm on my, like scolding anybody because I fucking would have watched it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I watched Colin O'Brien. He would regularly imitate how she behaved. 
But now to look back through like 2023 scope, I think it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And we're also worried about Britney and like rightfully so, but like this was fucking tenfold what Britney's doing. I mean, I will say this. It was tough to speak out about, but I was kind of a little against the whole free Britney movement. I thought it got a little too much traction way too quickly. And then all of a sudden she's, she's free. free and it's like, well, wait, maybe, I don't know. If we maybe we to... take those knives away. Yeah. <laughs> For the record, um, I was thinking Kanye should have a conservatorship. So it's not Kanye just should a, have a conservatorship. Do you know how hard it is to get a conservatorship for an adult that's like within an age? I uh, asked my parents. <laughs> they could probably tell you. <laughs> they have, have a uh, pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then the Howard Stern show. Yeah. He was going on about how she, he goes, she doesn't even know how fat she is. Yeah. He's like, she's got to be at least 300 pounds. And then that toothy idiot, what's his name? Baba Bowie. Yeah, idiot. <gasps> he was like, oh, I wouldn't give her 300, but she's pretty close. She's like 285 probably. Yeah. And then they ended up having a contest to see who could be closest to how much she actually weighed. Was, was she what? on the show that day? The fuck? No. Okay. And you know what? She could have been. I don't think so because I watched a clip that she was not involved in. But Okay, because they do. Um, no, I don't there was hear. a show where they do have a scale in the studio and they tried to put her on it. Anna Nicole Smith? Mm, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. What? They were asking her to get on That's the scale. I know. Okay. You know what? Like, There's things that are would have been funny back then that's that wouldn't have been funny back then. i that's think sick. always women's weight has been a no that's a definite a definite faux pas yeah gross so at one point the anna nicole smith show was the highest watched show on the network which uh, is terrible because that's just which is gross. feed into the machine and she'll think that it's famous and people love her for her and it's, and it's really embarrassing but like everything we got tired of watching it and the novelty wore off and it was canceled after two seasons but in the show, we were introduced to her lawyer, Howard K. Stern, who had to have the K because otherwise we think he was this other That's dipshit. That's right. <laughs> um, I remember thinking he was a bad guy and when this was all happening. But in re-watching it, I think he really, really did care about her. And like he really? took a lot of shit from her, too. Like yeah, She was constantly like honest. And a lot of people on the show were given titles. It was mostly just her entourage getting paid, I think. Mm-hmm. She had a security guard who she called Momo. He's like this big black handsome man and i loved him he was interviewed in the anna nicole documentary yeah he was my favorite part of the documentary <laughs> like he called her baby girl and he was like so is it cute. a new documentary yeah like yeah. how new oh within Fish. a couple months oh okay yeah yeah so they really seem to care about each other her mm-hmm. his name was big mo but she called him momo that's cute yeah so in october of 2003 anna re-emerges as the spokesperson for trim spa Oh yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was neutral. Yeah, I thought it was something else. But yeah, trim spa. Yeah, she lost an absolute ton of weight. Her hair was blonder than ever, and she looked happy again. It was an award show. Yeah. Oh god, when she went up and was like incoherent. Yeah. Yeah. Like I assume. I think she was announcing Kanye. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's ironic. That's that's who she was. I would have been like, I was actually just doing a bit because Kanye's so incoherent. That wasn't just me. I was just, I was pretending. (laughs) (laughs) So behind the scenes, Anna Nicole was actually being injected with the human growth hormone and B12. And those injections were what was helping her maintain her weight. We now know that today. As it was Ozempic. No, I don't, I don't. <laughs> apparently, and I don't know if this is true, so I'm sure somebody will correct me. My girlfriend was just saying yesterday that Ozempic is essentially like insulin, so that it like it breaks down your sugar instead of like 
I do know that there's a connection to it being diabetes medication. That is which, so bad for you. Which makes a logical step that it would be insulin based or, or something. Oh my God. What is bad? Insulin? Like in general? Well, like I don't even, it's a spleen or something or pancreas? Yes. I don't even know. It's your pancreas. So my sister's a juvenile diabetic. So she, since seven, has like her pancreas is just like, I'm out of here. <laughs> like it's not like, like type two diabetes is kind of like you haven't been the healthiest. Like and you made your bed. What's that? Me, you made your bed. <laughs> but like juvenile diabetes, like this, this shit's right. It's going to have one way or the other. It's usually genetics. And uh, yeah, I just can't imagine because I feel like you would bottom out then. Like your sugar would go so low that you would, I guess maybe your pancreas maybe produces sugar. Maybe it thinks you're full. I don't know. I don't know. I, my girlfriend was saying that people, she knows somebody who's on it and that they always feel nauseous. Do they have diarrhea? That's a good question. That is a big one. Yeah. I don't know where the chain of knowledge broke, but I didn't find out about that. Okay. <laughs> like, Maybe next time you're talking to your girlfriends. I will ask her. You'd ask a hard-hitting question. Yeah, you like, know what? I got to Hey, some... when was the last time you had the yes? <laughs> well, it's not my girlfriend that has it. That would just be an arbitrary oh. fact that I would know. <laughs> It's her friends. <laughs> but I do like to know if my friends are regular, yeah, so that makes sense. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, she was maintaining her weight. She, it was also said that she was not intaking any food, and she was drinking very minimal water. Yeah, no shit. And she was taking diuretics to get her figure back uh, to where people were not constantly mocking her. A diuretic is what, like a pill? That like makes a... you go poop. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So her bodyguard, Momo, would say in the documentary that the world thought that Howard was the one who was controlling Anna and pulling the strings, but he claimed that Anna would never let that happen, and if anyone ever tried to control her, she would have fired them. I do not see that at all. Yeah. I feel that she should have been in a conservatorship, I think. I don't know, man. When I saw her with that girl at the amusement park, I was like, that poor, she's afraid to get fired. There's no other way that she would have forced her on those rides if she didn't, wasn't able to hold like a major. See, I take everything on a reality show like that with a grain. I just think Anna Nicole like was like the most easily controlled person. Really? You think she could have been like do an you alpha? Think that they, do you think, I don't think she was an alpha, but I think that she dominated, like she had a certain amount of power that she could hold over people. Yeah. And I also don't think that we could possibly expect that somebody would give her a script and be like, okay, you just really act like you're going to make force this girl to go on these rides. And Anna Nicole's like, yeah, I'm nothing if I'm not professional. I will make this very believable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Anna in 2005 decided that she wanted to have another baby. Because as I always said, babies fix everything. That is correct. They're super easy going. Mm -hmm. They just repair things really. And you and your husband had three fights <laughs> so far in your marriage. <laughs> And uh, I forget, how many, remind me about how many Shut kids? <laughs> Daniel was 19 now and he was getting more independent. And him and Anna had actually started like butting heads a lot more. Uh-oh. So Anna wanted more than anything to have a little princess that she could dress up and do her hair. And I am taking the liberty on myself. Anna being from Texas, I can just imagine the hair oh, and the dresses that this little girl would have been dressed honey in. Honey boo boo, little <laughs> tots boo -boo and tiaras, <laughs> mother of God. I'll bet you right now there would have been a, a remake of oh, that yeah. guess. Thing. Yeah. Oh, just with a baby though? Yeah. Oh, that would have been so cute. With little little jeans on <laughs> the baby. Little tiny badunk dunk. <laughs> little diaper bummy. So Anna had basically handpicked her baby daddy. She had physical traits that she found that she would want in mm -hmm. a baby. 
And that was how she landed on Larry Burkhead. He was a photographer. He was her photographer. Oh, he was. I thought he was a paparazzi guy. Yeah, kind of. Like he was like, he would show up to like and take specific photos. So he was blonde with blue eyes and he was Anna's photographer in the Netflix documentary. It was actually said, and I don't know how much weight you can put into this, but it was said that Anna could not stand him. Yeah, I, 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 I would buy that. I, I think. just felt like that was a horrible thing to say when Danny Lynn, her daughter, is now 17 years old and can very easily watch a Netflix special and hear that her mom hated her father. Yeah, really. And I was like, Ugh. So on June 1st of 2006, uh, on AnnaNicole.com, she is laying in a pool with no makeup, which I personally find to be her best look ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she confirms what the rumors have been stating that she is, in fact, pregnant. With Howard K. Stern's baby. I don't even think they ever had sex. Maybe hand stuff over the clothes. Rosebud stuff. Rosebuds? Yeah. You think you saw those rosebuds? <laughs> Dang, girl. You freaky. You freak nasty. So, something that should be noted, and I'm sure I have implied as much, but Anna's still taking a lot of pain medicine. Um, she had back problems due to her implants, and at one point, one of her implants even ruptured and split her nipple. Oh, the rosebud. A rose by any other name. Not Thurgood's favorite rosebud. His name is not Thurgood. Oh, yeah. J. Howard Marshall. Second. Second. <laughs> My rosebud. Oh, God. <laughs> so, how much of her medication was actually necessary? I don't know. But one of the heavy meds that she was taking was methadone. Okay, that I've heard of. Whoop-a-doodle-dandy. That's for getting off of, like, full Heroin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people did um, think that she had a heroin problem because she was on all this methadone. Or opioid, I think, is the same kind of thing. Well, I believe methadone itself is an opioid. Well, look at us. I did write in here an addiction to come off opioids, but then I was like, I think I got to be more specific because I believe methadone's an opioid. I do believe that as well. And I think it's controlled. I think it's a weaning process. I think we're doctors. I think my sister would know. My sis- this was like my sister, what she does for a living. She does methadone? That's right. <laughs> she's, a, she's, a, she's an influencer. She's... Yeah. <laughs> methadone faux life. Her, her job. What up, Lens? Is a she would, she doesn't listen to this. Working now. She's like, I'm too scared to listen. That's what she told me. Oh yeah? yeah. Oh, it's just her uh, her husband. Yeah. What up, turd? Yeah. So, are you going to clarify that she isn't on methadone? Oh yes, no, she's not on methadone. <laughs> My apologies. She helps people. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. She's a nurse. So. Her doctor was giving her methadone. Um, th- that doctor is Dr. Sandeep Kapoor. And Dr. Kapoor stated that he was worried about Anna coming off the methadone drug during her pregnancy. Don't talk about the smoking one again. <laughs> I just, you know, it just blows my fucking mind. You know what? Hey, listen, keep up with the opioids um, because I don't want to do anything bad to the baby. Yeah, the baby's going to be fine as long as you have a steady stream <laughs> of, of methadone. Oh, uh- that's what I always say. That's, also, that's right below my family coat of arms. Could you see my mind going? And you're like, don't talk about that fucking bit. <laughs> you, you like got defeated like, for a second. I was like, like, that's right. You should hang out outside of doctor's office. Hey, did he tell you to keep smoking? You shouldn't do don't that. Don't do it. You should quit. You need to quit right now. She's like, are you a doctor? No, I'm just this guy who stands outside the doctor's offices. I have have solid advice. (laughs) 
<laughs> so Dr. Kapoor, you know, he was worried and uh, he didn't want anything bad to happen to the baby. So he continued to provide it for her. It was said that she did enter a drug detox at four months old. It was called Cedar sinai Medical Center. But nearing the end of her pregnancy, Anna Nicole had started to worry that Larry was going to try and take her baby. So she, Daniel and Howard, left and went to the Bahamas. Yes. And in the Bahamas, the law is, regardless of true paternity, the legal father is the name that is put onto the birth certificate. So... What a fucking if they were weird just like, ass law. Imagine if like the guy wasn't even there. I'm like Matt McLean. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like. Yeah, like and then I'm, I'm just like, hey, looking about the father of two of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, you want to start paying me child support? You're like, huh? <laughs> huh? Sorry? Huh? Rosebud? Is that you, Rosebud? <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> so they left, but. Dr. Kapoor was worried because he did not think that in the Bahamas, Anna could get the methadone that she needed. So, obviously, that four-month detox didn't Is work. there not some weird... Like, that's like wrestling law. Like, if, if, like, if Bret Hart is going to fight Stone Cold and there's a contract signing, Shawn Michaels in wrestling and Bahama law can pick up that contract, sign it, and fight Stone Cold. Like, just anything So, goes. what you're saying is that We're Vince McMahon... Makes the laws in the Bahamas. That is exactly okay. what I'm saying. And I love that we're there. I think I think we should talk to Rihanna about this. She probably knows. <laughs> oh, yes. That's right. <laughs> uh, Rihanna, if you could reach out. <laughs> Yo, Rihanna, shoot me a DM. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I don't have her blocked. <laughs> Thirsty. <laughs> okay, can I tell you that I saw a video. Have you ever seen... I, I, I don't know what it is. I tried to sh- pull it up again to show my friends. But um, we're, Rihanna's twerking. But mm. it's not twerking. Like, it's not like what we have known, come and known to love is twerking. Mm-hmm. She's literally just standing and yeah. like her feet don't move from the ground. And then all of a sudden you can just see her bum start moving and her back is moving. And I'm like, I literally could have wasted an entire fucking day of my life. I this. actually did waste <laughs> that entire day of my life. And I had to spend the next day on lights <laughs> to get my hydration levels back up. Um do you know what the secret is to that stuff? It's uh, not I don't your feet. know that it's, you have the secret, but yeah, sure, knees. let me hear it. It's in your knees. Oh. All you do is move your knees back and forth. You don't even think about your feet. You don't even think about your hips. You just move your feet, your knees back and forth. Here's what I think. I think you're setting me up to look like an idiot. <laughs> no, I am telling you. I just got my knees going like crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, look at how sexy this is. All right. Here. Okay, mm. he's going to try to twerk now. Well, not twerk fully. Oh. But like just, okay, can you see my butt? Yes. Okay, so my feet are, okay, see? See how it's shaking though? And then you just, okay, don't lie. Like, you like what you see, girl? Hmm? I think this is stuff for the Patreon. Caitlin's not going to be happy. Are you single now? Is he, the last episode you showed me your your crop circles. And she's like, God damn it, Matt, oh, keep yeah, your crop true. circles on the Patreon of people. <laughs> Why must you tweak in your parents' basement in front of Lynn? People are going to think our marriage is a sham. Your mom's going to write you down. Matthew, I told you to stop doing that. Yeah. Are you twerking again? <laughs> no, mother. <laughs> so, so oh, this is a very tense story, and you're, you're yeah. twerking. Twerking. Yeah, peeking. So, in the middle of our story, um, the doctor had to call the pharmacy because he had to arrange for Anna Nicole to get her methadone. Mm-hmm. They didn't sell it in the Bahamas, so he would have it shipped to her from the States. Okay, sounds reasonable. 
So they went ahead and arranged for that to happen. Daniel ended up leaving and going back to Florida for a bit because he and Anna were not getting along. And he had started to experience some depression and anxiety. Hmm. So he started seeing a therapist for this, and he was prescribed the drug Lexapro. Heard of it. Okay. And then on September the 7th of 2006, Anna Nicole gave birth to a beautiful baby girl who she originally named Hannah Rose. I didn't know that. No. And in her records, her name was originally Hannah Rose Marshall Stern. Okay. Fucking lot of names in this whole case to remember. And that name would remain until October the 11th of 2006. Daniel flew back to the Bahamas to meet his new little sister. And thankfully, he was able to meet her because on the morning of September 10th, 2006, Anna woke to find Daniel cold and unresponsive. Uh, that I, I, rem- I remember <sighs> those headlines. That was fucking And they tragic. had a picture of him too, didn't they? Like sitting in the chair in her hospital room, I believe. Oh, God. Who knows? Um, a nurse was called to the room at 9.38 a.m. And they tried for 22 minutes to save Daniel with no luck. And at 10.05 a.m., he was pronounced dead. It was in the documentary that there were 300 international paparazzi outside of Anna's hotel room trying to catch her in very literally the worst moment of her life. Wow. Which is like, there's no money that you could pay me to want to capture a mother's, like, why would you even want? Yeah, no shit. That's, that's like I would feel sick for the rest of my life if I was like, I'm going to make money off of how sad you look right now. I have friends that are like, like actual, not like me, like an actual journalist that do like TV hits and stuff. And sometimes they got to cover crashes or accidents and talk to families. And it's just, uh, I'm like, like, what do you do? Like, how do you even approach that? And they're like, their way is just kind of have that person's story be told. I don't but, know I mean, why for paparazzi is a little different because that's yeah, very like, exclusive. Normal journalism, I, I think, is a little bit different, like crashes and stuff but like it's that. But it's got to be like, so hard. It's so salacious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And you wouldn't have a conscience, so it probably wouldn't even fucking bother you. It would, it, I, I could never do it. Um. So, of course, she was, you know, beyond devastated. She was Sorry, seen, can I interrupt you? Yeah, her, son, her son died at the hospital? Yeah. The, wow. Yeah. So the baby was born on the 6th. Daniel was dead on the morning of the 10th. Wow. So she was now sleeping all the time because she would say that in her dream, she would be back with Daniel. And when she awoke, he would be taken from her again. She was in agony and would often say she would just break down and say that she just needed to go and be with Daniel. Like they were, it was just the two of them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They were like, it was them against the world for like the longest time. And she it changed her whole life so that she could, be a better mom to him and plus i gotta think and i'm sure i'm overstepping but i do believe there is a like a hormonal change with women when it comes to having babies and i gotta think that afterwards so you're already having the worst moment of your life and then like yeah like there's there's it's a hormone dump right Mm -hmm. like it's crazy it is it's like you don't know but like it's when women get their like pms times a hundred. Mm-hmm. Like it's just amplified so much. Yeah. It's, I, I can't imagine. I would never ever want to snap a picture of somebody in that horrific time of their life. Yeah. And then you're like, I mean, you probably don't want to ever leave your room, but then you know, you can't. Yeah, exactly. Even if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, on the evening of February 5th of 2007, Anna went to bed with 105 degree temperature. She had been complaining about pain on the left side of her upper leg. They said her bum, but 
I'm trying to keep it classy. This is a classy podcast. We don't talk Damn about right rump roasts. No, we do, however, twerk. <laughs> With your rump roast. That's correct. Um, so she was receiving her injections in, in that area. She refused to be seen at a hospital and instead takes a cold bath and some antibiotics and her temperature goes down to 97 degrees, which is normal. Uh, she takes a couple tablespoons of chloral hydrate. You know what that is? No. It's a sleeping aid. It's a liquid sleeping aid. And apparently Anna had it in a baby bottle beside her bed. That I do. That definitely sounds familiar it's for like some reason. That, no, like that that detail mm-hmm. of like a baby bottle of medication. Mm-hmm. So the next day, there is a noticeable strong foul odor coming off of Anna. And it's narrowed down to her injection site which is hot to the touch and undeniably infected. She drinks a bunch of Pedialyte and takes another bath, after which she says she's feeling better. She takes more of the liquid sleep aid and goes to sleep and awakens a short time later, takes some anxiety and weight loss medication, a muscle relaxer. Jesus. And the sleeping pill again. Well, not the sleeping pill, the sleeping liquid. her leg is probably rotting from the inside out. Gangrene, yeah. Which all sounds like way too much. A muscle relaxer paired with like a sleep aid is scary. Um, And like I said, it was in a baby bottle that was beside her bed was the sleep aid. The next day was a Wednesday and Howard found Anna in a dry bathtub, disoriented. Uh, She had eaten something in the morning and then in the evening she ate crab cakes and shrimp and watched TV until taking another sleep aid. And the next day was Thursday, February the 8th. When Howard woke up, Anna was already awake, and he helped her to the washroom and brought her back to bed. She was complaining that she was exhausted. Howard had to leave because he was finalizing the purchase of a yacht. I'm like, what a excuse. That is a really important thing to do when someone is rotting in front of you. Sorry. Um, I know that you're rotting. I'm rather be yachting. Oh, God. Thank you. That was pretty not not bad. Thank you. (laughs) At 1 p.m., the wife of bodyguard Momo finds Anna unresponsive and blue. Her name is Tasma, and she is a registered nurse who starts performing CPR on Anna. She also calls her husband, who at the time was helping a family member move. Uh, he gets there right away and calls 911. At 1.46, EMS arrived, and at 2.43, they got to the hospital, and sadly at 2.49, Anna Nicole, who's legal name was still Vicky Lynn Marshall, was pronounced dead. Wow. After her death, there were five men in the running to be Danny Lynn's father. So that's... That's right. That's what they I... ended up changing her name to after Daniel's death. So after a month after birth, they ended up changing her name to Danny Lynn. And those big blue eyes. Oh, she's so pretty. Right. And Jajag Bohr's husband... Was, oh, Prince Allnut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something crazy like that. I wrote it down and then I'm like, I'm not even going to say it. Yes, my name is Prince Allnut. He's like, couldn't deny that he was the father. So, whatever. Um, That's right. The court cases for Howard Marshall's money were still ongoing. So, Anna had died. And where's my note in here? It says, Pierce, the son that was fighting her, oh, he yeah. had died the year before. Oh, geez. So, everybody who's fighting for it is dead. Um... By this point, Pierce Marshall, yeah, was the one who was fighting for his father's fortune. He had died already, so the two people originally fighting, gotta, 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 said that just a second ago. So it was 12 years after J. Howard Marshall had passed, and in 2011, it was decided that Anna's estate was not entitled to any of the money. That's kind of bullshit. 
Yeah, I mean. I don't like that. I guess. Like, okay, listen, you're not entitled to the whole thing. No. Sure. The court case is really complicated, and we would have been here until the sun comes up if we actually went into it. But they had actually been awarded, uh, her estate had been awarded $450 million. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it went to, like, the Supreme Court, and it the ruling was overruled. Mm. So it was just, it was ongoing for, for so How many How do you years. lose that case when you just say, Rosebud's old man? Because he didn't have anything in writing. Oh, jeez. And she had actually tried to even get a recording in, and she was like pulled out her boobs and were like was trying to get him to say that he wanted to take care of her and Daniel because he had even actually gone and tried to adopt Daniel because okay. he wanted to take care of them financially. But he also did in the three, four years that they were together, mm-hmm. he gave her so much money and he kind of like hoped that she would bank some of this money so that it didn't, right. it didn't come to this. But she was just spending so lavishly sure. and crazy, yeah. right? But yeah, so she wasn't entitled to any of that money. And although everything about Anna's life was so tragic, the judge, David O. Carter, said of the longevity of this case, time spent litigating the relationship between Vicki Lynn and Jay Howard has extended for nearly five years the length of their relationship and nearly 20 times the length of their marriage. It is neither reasonable nor practical to go forward. The American taxpayer has supported the burden of this litigation for many years, and it is time for this suit to no longer drag the weary lengths before the court. <laughs> wow. He's like, I'm He's so... Like, We're, I'm exhausted. There's another judge, a different judge, and he was like, please... What did he say? For the love of God. He just didn't no want to more. be any part of it anymore. He was like, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> what a circus. Yeah, it was crazy. So Danny Lynn is now 17. Uh, there had been some wow, worry. Wow, she's 17. Yeah. That's crazy. She's beautiful. Um, I saw, a, like, an interview at Howard's home with her. They live in, like, uh, Kentucky, I want to say. And they just follow her around when she's 12. And she's just, like, one of those normal kids that's bouncing off the walls. Like, yeah, yeah. Just crazy. And she's got, like, a big picture in her room that Anna actually painted when she was seven months pregnant with her. Oh, that's cute. And it's a really good picture, actually. Mm-hmm. kind of looks like the cartoon at the beginning of the Anna Nicole show. Mm. But Danny Lynn is now 17. There had been some worry that she was going to have some damage because of the methadone that was consumed during pregnancy. But in grade 11, Danny Lynn was on the honor roll. She seems like a very well-rounded young lady. And like I said, she has that painting. Um, I said I would touch on Anna's claims that her mother was abusive to her. So I just wanted to go through that again. I truly always believed that Anna had this horrific childhood and that she had been abused and sexually assaulted. But again, in the Netflix documentary, everyone denies these events, and they have a recording of her mother, Virgie May. She died of cancer in 2018. But in the clip, she is saying that she would say to her daughter, why do you tell such lies? And Anna would say, mom, I wish you could understand. I make more telling stories than I do selling good stories. Sorry, I make more telling sad stories than I do selling good stories. And her mother asked her if she was embarrassed that everyone was pitying her. And Anna said, not to the tune of however much money. Yeah, jeez. And her dear friend Missy says in the documentary that she heard Anna once speak about her childhood. And Missy recognized the stories that Anna was telling, but they were not Anna's stories. They were Missy's stories. Oh, Jesus. And she said she was telling them the exact same way that they had been told to her. She said Anna was so incredibly believable. It was as if she had told the story so many times that she actually believed them herself. Wow. At the end of it all, Anna's death was ruled an accidental overdose, just as her son's was. Um, They found nine prescription drugs in her system, and there was no methadone and no foul play suspected. 
And that is the tragic life of Anna Nicole Smith or Vicki Lynn Marshall. Wow. So sad. I know. Eh? Like just a beauty and then, wow. What, um, like, did you try SEX a couple of times? Oh, God. Oh, right? Be like a cold salamander. That's what I would do. If I was the judge, I'd be like, all right, Mrs. Nicole Smith. What base are we talking here with old Mr. Well, Marshall? Here's the thing, right? Like you can have a wet, like a marriage annulled if you hadn't fornicated, right? So I mean, if that's like the the factor that makes it a legitimate marriage, but what then, is fornication? Is it like penetration, or can you, it just be like hand stuff? I don't think it can be hand stuff. Really, I you can't can. consummate a marriage. Is that no. the right word? Yeah. Yeah, consummated marriage with hand stuff? No. All right, I gotta file some paperwork. Because <laughs> your boy is single. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the Patreon episode. Okie dokie. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.